Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Spend some time in the country. Live from Ontario and heard around the world. Welcome to In the Country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time. Country artist George Canyon has a brand new album out called I Got This, featuring the title track as the first single and the second single called Daughters of the Sun. George started 2016 with a cross-Canada tour called Jekyll and Nothing to Hide. Last year, he was inducted into the Nova Scotia Country Music Hall of Fame. Welcome to the show, George. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, it's great to have you here. I really appreciate you stopping by to talk because we have a lot to chat about. Uh, First of all, the Jekyll and Nothing to Hide tour, that was very successful. Tell me a bit about that and just how well that went for you. Well, shockingly, I I had no idea, A, that this single would do so well, or B, that the record would do so well. So, I mean, going out on the (laughs) tour, we didn't know what to expect. You know, it was... uh, I've been in this business for 26 years and, and you know, after 26 years, you kind of wonder if you still, you know, have the, have the it, have the, have that little snap right. or sparkle or whatever you call it. So when we went, we went out on the road, we didn't, you know, we didn't know what kind of crowds would come and it was just so humbling. It was so overwhelming. The fans, I've got the best fans in all the world. I, I know every artist probably says that, but I really truly believe I do. And they came to the shows and we had so much fun singing along and, singing the new stuff too, which was really shocking. Like they were, they were singing along to daughters of the sun before daughters of the sun was even a single. So it was, wow. it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I was really shocked. That's a great compliment. I mean, not only singing along to the songs that are the big hits, but as you said, a song that wasn't even released, that that's a fan who's got the album and has listened to it a bunch of times. Yeah. And, and to that really, that was a big thing. I know the boys in the band, the first night we saw it happen, um, in the early parts of the tour, they they said to me afterward, they're like, "Did you guys see that?" And I'm like, "Yeah." They just, they just had big grins on their faces, you know, because my guys in my road band played on the record too, so you know, okay. there's a lot of um, a lot of pride involved in in the creation of the music. So, yeah, it was it was a great great tour. In fact, I think the band, if I'm not mistaken, um, said that it was their favorite tour uh, ever. And where did you get the clever name for the tour, Jekyll and Nothing to Hide? Uh, that was my uh, manager, actually. Um, Jim Cressman? He, yeah, Jim Cressman. He uh, he called me up one day and he said, you know, you, I send you out with an acoustic guitar. I send you out with a band. He goes, it's like Jekyll and Hyde. He goes, you know, and I love both shows. And he said, why don't we do a show that kind of encompasses the whole thing? And so that's what he did. And that's, that's where the tour came from. We played clubs. We played theaters. We played casinos. We really played... Um, 
anywhere and everywhere, and that was kind of important to both Jim and I, is that we got out and got to see the fans everywhere, not just in the big cities and not just mm-hmm. in the theaters. You know, we wanted to go everywhere. Now, this new album called I Got This, uh, it's available at iTunes, has 12 great songs, uh, a couple that you had a hand in writing and a bunch of outside songs. How many songs did you listen to, George, to narrow it down to huh. the ones that uh, made it onto the album? Uh, over 300, I'd say. Wow. Yeah, I How do you know right away whether it's though. a song for you or not? You just you just know. It's just um, <laughs> after doing it for so long, they were just kind of you kind of like it. Just you 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 hear it and you feel it. I think I feel it first actually hmm. before I actually hear it. I feel it and I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's a song I have to cut. That, that was what um, you know when Jim uh, Jim had the songs pitched to him and then he kind of weeded through and, and then sent them to me. Um, when we both heard songs like Daughters of the Sun, uh, we were just like, oh, that's, we have to cut that. You know, it's just, you just knew right out of the gate. And you got a couple of songs on here written by some great Canadian writers and a couple of great artists as well. Johnny Reed's a writer in one of the songs, and I know you've written with him before. And Aaron Goodvin, another amazing writer who's got his own album out now. Uh, you chose a song from each of them on the album. Yeah, um, and, and not because of the writers. That's It's always a thing, you know. I mean, I, I write... Oh, I write hundreds of songs, um, but I never base it on the writer. I always base it on the song. Now, Johnny and I have been like family for a long time before both our careers were, were blossoming, and we've been writing songs a long time. And so, you know, when we wrote together on Remember Me, um, it was it was real cool because it's always fun to write with him. And, and then he pitched me, um, he pitched me the big ballad, and I was just like, man, I said, that's such a great song. I'm trying to remember who the writer, it's a... Uh, I believe he said it was a German producer that he wrote it with. Great, great writers. Just you know, getting, right. getting to be in the company of these guys is a real, is a real treat. Pretty amazing indeed. And there's a cover on here, George, that you do, of course, uh, originally by Snow Patrol, a song called "Chasing Cars." What drew you to, to that song? Well, Jim actually called me up and said, "Hey," he goes, I, "I, I've had this on my mind for a couple of years," and he said, "I really think this would make a great country song, and I think you'd nail it." I just laughed at him, so I picked up the guitar and I started playing it. And uh, it, it was like, wow, okay, this is a singer-songwriter song. And of course, as a singer-songwriter, born and raised in Nova Scotia, I grew up on all sorts of music, not just country. I went, yep, this song moves me, and hopefully it'll move my fans. And we were so so excited and pleased to see the fan base really um, uh, just kind of embrace that song and sing along. In fact, during the shows, I would stop singing most shows and just let the fans take over and they would just go with it. Wow. That's got to be a great moment when, when you do stop and, yeah. and the crowd sings along. I've, I've seen that at shows and it just it's kind of get chills from it. Yeah, it's a special moment and for an artist, it's one of the biggest presents you could ever give an artist is to sing their songs back to them. It's It's a gift that I can't put words to. It really makes us feel makes us feel like a million bucks. It really does. I want to turn to a song from the album now, George, and when we come back, a couple more things to talk about, including uh, Lifetime, which is a beautiful song on the album that got nominated for an award. It's one that you had a hand in writing. And uh, also about Richard Marks and a bit about George McIntosh, who you do a duet with, a great young country artist from Ontario. But tell me a bit about I Got This and what drew you to that song. Well, it kind of was a reminder to continue to date my wife. You know, we've been married this year, be 22 years this year. And it's, you know, it's easy to, to kind of fall into 
routine and all that, but it's important that, that you continue to date. And I heard that song and I was mm-hmm. just like, wow, that's, that's a date song for my wife and I. And of course it's a great song for young couples that just meeting yeah. and all that stuff. But really it was just um, about being carefree and, and getting up and dancing and having fun and forgetting the cares of the world. And Lord knows we have enough issues going on in the world right now and people have enough mm-hmm. problems. And, and it was just one of those songs that I was hoping would, would uh, encourage couples to have a date night. And and beyond that message, it's got such a cool production to it and a cool vibe. It's kind of a new sound for you. Was that something that excited you as well? Just the, the you know, that just the vibe it has. Yeah, I mean, I'm an engineer and I've been an engineer for as long as my career is. So 26 years, well, and um, so I, you know, engineering and producing, I love doing that because it lets me be creative in ways that I might not with my own music. And with mm-hmm. this record, we just threw caution to the wind and said, you know what, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to make music that puts a big smile on my face. And not that it doesn't put a smile on my face, but I just wanted to experiment and and right. just enjoy the creative process. And that's really what this record is. It's it's enjoying the creative process. It took two years to make, so <laughs> better oh, wow. enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Here's George Canyon now. The song is called I Got This on In the Country. I got this drink Can't wait to put in your hand You got those jeans You've been wanting to show off You got that Friday night Feeling like you want to get lost I got this car
And that is country artist George Canyon. The song is called I Got This. It's the title track from his current album. You'll find it at iTunes, and you can check him out at georgecanyon.com. Now, there's a song on here that you co-wrote, uh, George, along with Bryce Long and Terry McBride. And I know, of course, he was with McBride yeah. in the ride and has written tons of yeah. country songs. Uh, nominated uh, at the Western Canadian Music and Industry Awards this year. It's got a nomination uh, songwriter for you for that song, plus your album is up for Country Music Album. But tell me about Lifetime. I've listened to the song a couple of times, and it's beautifully written. Thanks. It's um, I'm, well, writing with Terry and, and uh, Bryce. Are, I mean, it's it's hard to describe that experience. Those guys are savants, for sure, and it's, it's so cool. And, um, and of course, I, I make... Uh, I mean, I mean, Terry play a few of the old songs from McBride and the Ride because yeah. I was a big fan. Um, Love but that. we, uh, Love we were that. sitting writing, writing one day. Yeah, yeah, how can you not? We were sitting writing one day, and I said, you know, guys, I have this idea. Both my wife and I, and how we've we've had this lifetime together. We've spent a lifetime together, and you know, and hopefully we're gonna have another, uh, uh, you know, another lifetime to go kind of idea. And then just started mm-hmm. playing this this vibe, and they jumped on and. We wrote the song. Every every line in that song is uh, is nonfiction. It's true, true to life. Wow! I made sure it was when I write songs for for Jen. I try to write songs that are gifts that I could give her. Right? That's kind of the idea. Um, we've been very blessed that that song was on the album. That's amazing. And and even the as you said, everything in it is true. To me, yeah. just from a writing standpoint, that you it starts off with lifetime ago obviously the past and then the lyric changes simply to lifetime to go and now that's the future just that slight uh change in wording is just beautiful thank you <laughs> i appreciate that <laughs> yeah I, it's funny just, when you when you co-write songs sometimes there you know you you have the idea and you have the thought and you have the process and then sometimes you you get the idea and then you go with it and, and i'm proud of that because that's that's a song that came right from my heart, all about all about my wife and I. So, so how did you feel when you heard the news that that song had been nominated? Yeah, it kind of blew my mind. I found out after the fact. Actually, all my fans found out before I did. That's, that's usually how it works on Facebook. And I was just like, "It's nominated for what?" It's like it wasn't released. <laughs> and then uh, they told me, and I was like, "Wow, that's that's a really big honor that someone would think enough of it to nominate it." You know. And you talk about these songs, you know, written for your for your wife. I know that you've written some songs with her, including on this album, uh, a beautiful song you wrote together called Footprints. What an yeah. incredible song, track number 12. Tell me a bit about Footprints. Well, Jen, Jen and I don't really write songs. Well, we do now. We wrote Betty's Buns together as a joke right. for her mother. <laughs> and, of course, that became a hit for me. And uh, it's funny because, you know, I'll go to Jen more and more and more and say, what do you think of this idea? What do you think of this idea? And, and she, in fact, a song I just wrote last week in Nashville with Gord and uh, Gord Bamford and Buddy Owens called uh, She Prayed for Rain. Um, that came from my wife, the idea and the whole concept of it. And so the more we do together, the the more fun it is and the easier it is. And Footprints kind of came from... The idea is my granddad, before I was born, my granddad had a farm uh, back in Nova Scotia, and um, and he had to give up the farm because he couldn't make ends meet to the bank and, and ended up having to go to the coal mines. And I, you know, I remember that being told that story as a little boy and something just didn't rub right. You know, it's like, wow, that's, and then of course, with what went on here with Bill C6 and the NDP government and 
all the farmers and ranchers going, wait, wait, what are you doing? You know, you didn't consult us. And I've got a bunch of my fans are those farmers and ranchers that it really was an eye-opening experience for me because I too take them for granted. Like everybody else does. We take for granted going to the grocery store and and having, Mm -hmm. you know, three meals a day with snacks. I'm guilty of it, but we need to thank those ranchers and farmers because without them, you know, the grocery store doesn't exist. And, and so I wanted to write a song that I could put on there 100% as a dedication to them. And so I drew from the story of my granddad and, and, and also then stories from some of these, some of my fans that are farmers and ranchers, six generations of a, of a farm, you know, that's, that's, you don't mess with that sort of stuff. And, and that's kind of where the song was, was born. Pretty amazing. It's, it's a great song on uh, your album called I Got This, available at iTunes. Now, you had a chance to do something that so many people in the music business would like to do, work with one of those great pop heroes, Richard Marks. We all know him and love him, <laughs> all those great songs in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. You worked with oh, him, yeah. in fact, starting off with your album 2008. He produced it. Tell me about Richard. Richard's fantastic. In fact, I just saw Richard a couple weeks ago. He was in Calgary. We got to visit for about an hour after the show and uh, tease each other because it's normally what we do. Um, but just, he's just such a great guy. And uh, if, if I've ever met or performed with someone that I could say was truly a savant in music, Richard Marks is the man. Uh, it, it's scary to work with him. Actually. I remember sitting one day and my mouth was just hanging open <laughs> as, as I watched him work with the band, you know, when we were producing one of the records down at, at his place mm-hmm. in Chicago. And I, I just was like, that's not human what he was, how he was talking. And it was almost like a conductor with an orchestra. And I just, uh, I couldn't believe it. And then getting to know him and become buddies with him and and dear friends, and then getting to do a second album together. It just, um, Mm. it was surreal. I did make him, I made him one day. I said, you got to sing a bit of right here waiting, or you got to sing a bit of, you know, Angelina. You got to, I made him do that one day as a joke. And he called me a few names and then he did a bit of it. (laughs) Man, so many great songs he was responsible for, and of course the songs oh, that he yeah. did with you were just awesome. Now, somebody new on the music scene, Jordan McIntosh, and he's been on, on my show probably three or four times. Great artist from Carleton Place, Ontario. You guys do a duet that mm-hmm. uh, you recorded together, Story of My Life. Tell me a bit about Jordan. Well, Jordan's a, Jordan will be a savant, too. I truly believe that in the industry. He's He's got the it the it factor, the X factor, whatever you want to call it uh, these days. Um, it's very seldom you see that. Uh, I, you know, I work with, work with a lot of artists helping mentor and do different things like that. But Jordan has this special, special uh, vibe, special sparkle and vocally. Yes. But also on stage, his ability to not show his nerves and, and be personable and talk to the crowd like their family um, you know, that's something that a lot of people will see and take for granted, but it's a really, really tough thing to do for a young artist, especially the older we get, I guess maybe the more we're just like, yeah, whatever, you know, my fans <laughs> are my family and away you go, but young artists, it's yep. tough. It really is. And, uh, Jordan knocked it out of the park. And of course, when I was asked if I would, um, um, you know, produce a few tracks in Jordan, I, uh, you know, I jumped at the, the opportunity, of course, to you know, have a bit of fun and mentor him and, and, you know, I try to continue to give him advice when he listens. 
say that. Just just put a few digs in there. Um, exactly. But it was fun getting to do a story of my life with him, and and um, we played it live a few times, you know, at different shows, and uh, mm-hmm. it's always a blast. And and it's great working with a, a young artist that's appreciative of where they are and everybody who've who've helped them get to that point. You know, that's so important as a young artist that you stay grounded, you stay humble, and you remember why you're in the position you, you are, and it's not because of you. And um, and Jordan's one of those kids that does that. Let's turn to another song from the album, George. The album, of course, is called I Got This, available at iTunes. And uh, the new song is called Daughters of the Sun. First of all, it's got a really cool mm. video with it. I love the uh, just the way it's been filmed and the energy that it captures. How, how cool was it to uh, do that video? I don't know. It was so fast. I flew in, landed <laughs> really? in Vegas at 8 p.m. at night, got picked up. We were on set at 9 p.m., shot till 1 a.m. in the morning, had three hours sleep, got back up, went to Red Rock Canyon, shot till 11 a.m., went to the airport and flew back to Calgary. Oh, wow. Just a blur. That's, ex- <laughs> that's exactly how it went down. Yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, that's it was great. great working with Dave. Dave, uh, Dave was awesome. And, uh, of course, Emerson Drive fans, I remember Dave. And uh, mm-hmm. he's just great. And we, he was so quick to work with. That's how I like to work, especially you know, shooting video or film. Um, I like to be quick and, and efficient. And he was just the epitome of that. And we were able to knock it out quick. And then to see his edit was, was really staggering because knowing how quick we had to shoot my part and knowing mm-hmm. how long he had to shoot the, the actors and actresses' parts, his edit was stellar. And um, I love the song. I mean, I uh, the boys love, we love playing the song. And, of course, it, it kind of, I don't know, kind of paraphrases my love for Johnny Cash. And, and then it also, when I was 16, right. and my, my buddy and I, he had a, an old Z28. We'd go cruising the streets of Westville and, and the summer air blowing through the windows. You know, I have all the windows down and that, that old car just, just chugging oh, yeah. along. And, and so I, I sing that song. I see that movie in my head. And um, I just love it. I just can't get enough of it. That's amazing. It's a great song. The brand new single from George Canyon. It's here on In the Country called Daughters of the Sun. from the dash, speakers rattling in the back, mm-hmm. the days were windows down, the nights were hanging out, too late to the sound of, ooh, we were up and down the block, like, ooh, yelling, hey girl at the stop, like, ooh, ooh, we were catching, Cheap sunglasses Everybody feeling all right. Ooh, 
And that is George Canyon, brand new music called Daughters of the Sun. You'll be sure to check out the video at CMT and at YouTube and check him out at georgecanyon.com. And you were inducted last year, man. What an honor for you, George. I just want you to talk a little bit about it uh, into the Nova Scotia Country Music Hall of Fame. What what was that feeling like? Oh, I don't feel like I deserved it, I can tell you that. But um, <laughs> incredibly humbling. I, I still... Even today, I still a loss. I'm a loss for words to describe what it made me feel like. I because I mean, I, as a kid growing up in Nova Scotia, I never thought music would ever be a career of mine. Everybody just played music. Mm. I played music, and and you know, to have to have the career I've had over 26 years, and then to be inducted into a Hall of Fame when I'm dead and gone, 20, 50, 100 years from now, um, when nobody even maybe knows who I am or who or who I was, um, that that piece of my being an artist will live there in that hall of fame. And I, and it's just, uh, it's a very humbling, humbling thing to do for an artist. That's for sure. You've had a couple of great albums called classics one and two, and hopefully at some point there's a classics three on the way. Some of the songs on there, ring of fire, uh, seven Spanish angels. Hello, darling. I'm so lonesome. I could cry. I mean, every song on both those albums is an instant title where we recognize because they're country classics how much fun was it to, to put together those two albums it was a lot of fun i really enjoyed um picking picking the songs was the hardest thing to do because we you know there's so many great classics so we had to whittle down the list and yes there will be a third uh a third classic awesome. uh, god willing because i've just i've left out so many songs that i just need to get in there <laughs> yeah absolutely that's great news. Now, I understand, as you said, uh, we talked before you came on the air, and you mentioned it as well on air, Gord Bamford, you've been writing with him in Nashville, and a brand-new project is on the way. You're starting that. Can you give us some hints on the next album, which obviously the new one's just out now? Yeah, the next album will come out in 217, and um, we're not slowing up. In fact, we already have a song cut and ready to go from that album. Uh, we go back into the studio yeah. first of June, and we, we plan on uh, – plan on taking our time recording that one throughout the year now until 217 hits and then just uh we got a great first single planned which i won't i won't let the cat out of the bag on that one yet but um 
we're not going to stop. You know, we, we took a few years, not off, but we took a few years to really dig into other things, being creative in other ways, movies and things like that. And, um, had decade of hits and, but now we're back with, uh, with I got this and we got a, a another record following that right up in 217 so we're not we're not going to uh stop putting out new music for quite some time. What's it like writing with Gord Bamford? I mean, we know him as a wonderful artist and of course we know he's a great writer. What's it like writing with him? I've known Gord for so many years it, um it, yeah, it's just like hanging well, hanging out with my buddy. He's my buddy, so <laughs> hanging out nice. with we hang out and and uh, and then you know having Buddy Owens in there, uh, another guy from yep. Nashville. The three of us just had a real. Very seldom do you find a special uh, group that you write with and it feels effortless. Um, mm-hmm. The three of us found that this time. This was the first time uh, Gordon and I uh, tech- technically, I guess, have written together, which is odd. Um, you would think you know the buddies for so long yeah. you'd write together, but you know I guess sometimes you just don't. That you, to find that kind of time is hard because he's going one way, I'm going the other. Same with Johnny. Um, sure. But we, we're sure are glad we found it this time because that little uh, trio, him and I and Buddy, was quite the combination. I, I couldn't be happier about that, and we're looking forward to continuing uh, to write throughout the summer. That's awesome. Can't wait to hear uh, that brand new music down the road. In the meantime, we have the album I Got This. And as we get set to wrap up here, George, I wanted to ask you about the important work that you do. Uh, You're the national spokesperson for the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. I know this is very close to your heart. Can you tell me a bit about uh, the work you do for them and the importance of that organization? Well, the JDRF, of course, being a type 1 diabetic, uh, 33 years now, um, JDRF are doing incredible, incredible work and making huge strides in science, not only for trying to find a cure for our, our disease, but in treatment methods and the stuff that's happening here in Canada. You know, not many people know that a lot of the trials and research uh, in Canada leads the world in, in research and trials, and we should be really proud of that. They're, they're doing amazing work. And so my involvement uh, has always been, and I've always done this, I always felt when I, when I was diagnosed at 14 that if I ever had a platform that I could use to talk to kids and uh, not so much lead by example, but talk about my disease and living my dreams. Like I do, I live more dreams than I could that I ever dreamt up. And that's the truth. And so I use that platform to talk to thousands of kids and their families and the JDRF, um, you know, definitely taught, we all talk about the JDRF and the work that they do and the volunteers and the walks and, you know, I really truly mm-hmm. believe in my lifetime we'll see a cure for type 1 diabetes. I really believe that in my heart. That's amazing. Great to uh, get your thoughts on that. George, thanks so much for being here, man. I have looked forward to this for a long my time, pleasure. getting the chance to have you have you on the show. It's been wonderful. Oh, no, it's been great. Anytime you want to chat, let me know. This is great. That's awesome. Thanks so much, George. My guest has been a country artist, George Canyon. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.